0: The value of one. We hear that song sung and um, sometimes I believe even for myself I can forget that at one point or another I was that one that accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. No more in darkness. No more in darkness. That's me. If you are saved. No more in darkness. Isn't that wonderful? Woo. Amen. You think about those mansions. Think about that place in heaven waiting for you and for me. Wow, the devil had you. The devil had us. Jesus Christ left his perfect home in heaven. He died for us. And we are no more in darkness. That's exciting. Go to 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5 in a familiar verse. We're going to read 1 Peter 5 verse number 8. I was reading a book a while back. Um, uh, Josh, Cody, you would remember this. We were laughing about this particular story. Uh, Oswald Chambers is kind of like on a missions trip. And he's in, um, he's in Cincinnati. All right, He's in the States at this point. And he's walking through with a preacher friend of his. And they're just doing some evangelism. They're just out and they're kind of sharing the gospel. They're just walking the streets... And they'll just talk to anybody they see. But he's walking through, and for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the man. I can't even remember if they give the name of the man that he's walking with. Oswald Chambers, you've read it. Uh, some of his books, maybe. Uh, familiar author. He's walking down the streets there in Cincinnati, and his buddy, standing right next to him, just shouts out, I hate the devil! In the middle of the town. Right there. People walking around. And Oswald Chambers, like, what? Me too! <laughs> Can I tell you today, I hate the devil. The devil's a liar. And the devil is destructive. The devil, in some cases, and maybe this is true. I believe it to be true. I believe it's probably true. I mean, maybe he's, he's got someone in the room tonight. Stronghold, just tight. Someone's bound, and the devil is getting the victory. I we we heard the message this morning and it was spot on, and it's gonna in, in some ways take us right into tonight's message. And I am in all honesty just a little nervous tonight. Quite frankly, I'm not as nervous to stand in front of you, friends and family. I love all of you, but I'm nervous about the topic this evening. We're going to talk about the devil for just a little bit. We are fighting a spiritual battle. It's going on right here, right now. We can't see it, but it doesn't mean that it's not happening. This is real. Very, very real. Real. I have seen fights, physical fights, in front of me on the church bus this morning. No, <laughs> uh, I have seen fights, physical fights, for the most part. We had 25 on our bus today, and the kids weren't too bad. Uh, so I can't go there. I can't use that as an example. But I've seen some brutal fights before, uh, and it's right there in front of you. You're like, whoo, man, it's pretty intense." Something that you can feel, sense, something you can see. It's right there in front of your eyes. Maybe you've experienced that, you've seen that, maybe you've been in a fight. Well, we are in an, an actual fight tonight. And the devil is very upset about what is taking place here this evening. And he is on the attack. The devil is on the attack he is attacking your marriage. You know it every single day that he's attacking. He's attacking your children. He's attacking our homes. He's attacking this church. He's attacking you. He comes and he, he gives you an excuse every single time you're about to pull out that gospel track and give it to somebody. He gives you an excuse. He says, not that person. And he gives you a legitimate excuse. You find something and go, you know what? Actually, with this person, or actually at that door, maybe I should He's he's always after us. It's a real battle. It's a real fight. But we can't see it. So sometimes it goes unnoticed. Sometimes we're a bit apathetic to the reality of Satan and his demons. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number. Let's start in verse number 5, actually. Let's start in verse number 5. The Bible says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the older. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. you ever pray for grace? Pray for that? Do you ever ask for that? For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to who? The humble. Humble yourselves... Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. The devil is very real. As a roaring lion, yes, but much, much worse. You ever see, you ever go to the zoo and see a a lion sitting there, like right up close, ...on the other side of a piece of glass that's about 18 feet thick. (laughs) I go there with my daughter. Our our family will go together and she loves the animals. Macy, she wants to see all of them. She wants to see all the animals we'll get to the lion. And I'll see that thing. We went uh, this summer. Some of the teens went to the Columbus Zoo. And you see some of them big old animals. I was amazed... You think of a, a a gorilla. You think of a lion. These are big old animals. You see them. You get right next to them, and they're just big and bulky. I saw a gorilla take off. I don't know if you teenagers remember that. That I don't know what happened, but that gorilla got mad at something or somebody. He forearmed one of the cool exhibit, one of the things in the exhibit. I was like, whoa, he's moving. I'm like, if that would have been me, I would like, there would be nothing left. I would be gone, disintegrate, gone, destroyed, devoured. Okay, that was the. That was the gorilla, but the lions are unbelievable. They're always, typically, my experience when I go to the zoo, they're just laying there, just sprawled out. And I see them, see those massive paws. Done. You see the big paws, those monster teeth, hundreds and hundreds of the male, you know, five, six hundred pounds. Whoa. You know, the, the amazing thing is, and I'm not going to get into all the stats, facts about a lion and how it could crush my skull one little bite. If that thing licked the palm or the back of my hand a couple of times, it would rip the flesh right off the bones. The way their tongue is constructed, the way that it's made, it's like a piece of thick sandpaper. This lion is a bad dude. He's just chilling, he's just laying there, getting, he's in the shade at the zoo, But if I'm in that enclosure, uh (laughs) uh-oh, I'm in the wild, the wilderness with this thing, and it's around the corner, around the bend, I'm on guard because that is a killer right there. The devil is a killer. Maybe you've experienced that, not personally, but when I say the devil is a killer... Right now, I'm not talking spiritually. I have friends and family that are dead today because of where the devil got them. Death. Physical death. And the moment we believe that we are beyond that, we've got something different coming all together. The devil is real. He's after us. He wants to devour, destroy, eliminate. Can I tell you, the devil doesn't like to be exposed. He's not happy this evening. And I have nothing fresh and new that's going to blow your mind about Satan, about the devil this evening... But I believe with all of my heart, it's so awfully important to be reminded of our adversary. The enemy that is there in front of us. He's there tricking us, tempting us. We get up in the mornings and there he is. You are tired. You had a long weekend. Don't get up and read your Bible right now. You can do that later. Those are the simple things that he gets us with, right? But he gets us nonetheless. And when he gets us there in the morning to roll back over, you know what? That opens us up for failure for the rest of the day. When he tempts us later. Now it's a few hours later and I'm just showing up to work and it didn't happen the way that I wanted. I'm frustrated with my drive and the coworker says this, says that. And I bark at him and I'm screaming. I got a bad attitude. The devil's getting me. The devil's got me right where it wants me because my, like we heard this morning and teenagers, we heard it also in class, our testimony is invaluable. How valuable is your testimony today? And we're going to hear about that again this evening. Our testimony is so important. And the devil, he wants to dirty us up. He wants to render us useless in God's mighty and all-powerful hands. Will we we let the devil get the victory? Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. I see those bus kids in the morning. Sundays and we go, why are we doing this to ourselves? (laughs) They're just out of control. The principal's office is slammed right now. Huh? Why? And believe me, we're not just bringing them in. There's procedures in place, They're, they mess up and make mistakes. There's consequences. But we do everything in our power to get them back because the devil's after them. And this is all they have. It's a spiritual battle. Oh, I know it comes in the physical form. We see it at times and we get frustrated. But if we could see for just a moment what is taking place spiritually in our midst, our minds would be blown. The devil's fighting. He's attacking on all fronts. What can we do? What should we do? Well, we're just going to take a few moments and read a few verses Hear from God's Word. I'm going to continue. We're going to focus in for just a moment on the devil. Before I go any farther, let's have a word of prayer. Mr. Wetzel, would you pray for us? And let's see here. Brother, Mr. Juergen, would you pray for us? Just a uh, just quick little prayer, and then I'll close her down, okay? Mr. Wetzel, you kick us off. Mm. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lord, we love you, and we do thank you for the privilege and honor to be here. This is a place of peace, Lord, and protection and safety. Father, the devil is after us. Lord, he is attacking, fighting. I pray that we would truly and legitimately be on guard. Father, that you would protect us, you would meet our needs... And Lord, we would do everything here in our power to stand firm on these truths, your word, this powerful book, the Bible. Help us, Father, as a church, to stand firm on the truths of salvation. Father, help us to stand confidently behind the testimony of salvation, Lord, in what you did for us in our personal lives and in our hearts, our sinful, wicked hearts, Help us, Father, to never forget, to never get over what you did for us. Lord, that we can have salvation, we can have a home in heaven. Father, we are grateful for your mercy and grace. Help us, Father, meet our needs. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I'm not here this evening to get spooky, uh, scary in any way. But I do believe in some ways we invite the devil into our homes and into our lives through conversation. You know, the devil, he doesn't know what's going on between the ears. He doesn't understand or realize what's going on in your mind. But what we do many times is verbalize what's going on. Not to God, but perhaps to others. Or just out loud, blah, there it is. And in that moment, Satan knows just how to get us. Yeah, amen. We open ourselves up for the attacks of Satan when we just blurt out foolishness. Through, through the words that I say that can, be, that can bring division, words that I say that can be hurtful, the devil knows in that moment how to get me and those around me. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Go to Ephesians chapter 4, 27. Ephesians 4, verse number 27. The writer here, he's speaking. Ephesians 4. In verse number 27, I'm not going to give context right now, but I want us to see it. Please, please, just like I would tell the bus kids on Sunday morning, bring your Bible to church. I don't know why. My heart breaks right now. I'm not even looking. I won't look. I'm looking at my Bible right now, but my heart breaks that we as Christians can't bring our Bibles to church. Amen. Neither give place to We're giving place to the devil. Verse number 27 of Ephesians chapter 4. Neither give place to the devil. Spiritual battle taking place. The devil's after us. Can't even bring my Bible to church though. I'm not trying to be mean or nasty. I'm not. From the bottom of my heart, trying to be as genuine as I possibly can be, heartfelt and caring tonight. Neither give place to the devil. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 3. 2 Corinthians ch- 10, verse 3, the Bible says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do, do not war after the flesh. Verse 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Jump over to Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 10. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians 6, verse number 10. Finally, my brethren. in blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The devil's after us. The devil is after us. You're struggling and you're hurting today, mentally, emotionally. The devil's after you. Be careful. But this is the place to be. This here is what we need. Not less, less church. Less frequent visits to church. We need more of this. We need more church. We've got to spend more time in this book, the Bible. We have to spend more time on our knees. We are fighting a spiritual battle. The devil is after us. And we're far too nonchalant. Just, here we come. We're at church Brother Cabot mentioned it just a moment ago. We can go through the routines and decent and in order. That's wonderful. But we're used to the schedule and it's boom, boom, boom right down the line. And now we have forgotten why we're here. And when you forget why you're here right now, it's not that big a deal next week when there's an obstacle in the way. Amen. So roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour do you believe with all of your heart he wants to devour you he wants to destroy you he wants to do everything in his power to keep you from this place he's working on it oh it was uh it was a couple two weeks ago i my story is about my wife sarah but i don't think she would be able to give this story because her eyes were closed in the moment let me explain. We're out, we're out bus visiting. And to me, this was a big deal. This may not be a big deal to you, but this is a big deal to me. We stopped. We're, we're, we're almost done with our bus visits. And we decided in this mo- moment to split up. She's going to go to this door, I'm going to go to that door. Opposite side's of the street. I knock on my door, she knocks on her door. I can hear her knocking. I've knocked on my door, and I turn around just because I'm just standing there waiting for someone to show up at my door behind me, and I'm watching Sarah across the way. And as soon as the door opens, I've heard the sound before. You've heard it probably before. If you go out door knocking on a regular basis, you've heard this. It's not at the door, but it's in the middle of the living room. And as soon as that door opens... There is a vicious dog inside that is on its way out. And in the moment, there's, there's a difference from a rah, 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 bah, barking dog, even a rah, rah, barking dog to this dog is a psycho and it's coming for me. I don't know if you've ever been there before. I have. Remember... Of, uh, remember- Bible Club Shelby, we're walking down the street, walking a couple of kids back down the street, and this pit bull comes flying down the street at us, and I told Shelby, this dog ain't stopping. And it was coming right for Shelby, I kind of slipped in the way, and I put the old nine and a half out there, and, and it ravaged the nine and a half, just tore it to pieces. And it stopped. The owner got out there, but I thought, this is it, I'm done. Well, in this moment, I see it again. It's not the same dog, but I hear that sound. There's a different type of bark. Now, I, won't, I could give actually multiple examples. That's why in my mind, there's a slight shiver here because I've been attacked by dogs on multiple occasions. So I heard the sound. This dog is not going to stop. It's going to bite somebody. And the dog got through the owner, which was one of the kids. And the reason I said Sarah couldn't answer was because she did basically the only thing she could do and close her eyes. Wait for it. Here it comes and I watched the dog barrel through the owner in the door as it was going to attack her. The owner didn't stop it. It stopped. Like that. It was out of control. Wild. Right. There. Done. And in, 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 in slow-mo, the owner grabs the dog up and slams it back in as if the owner stopped this from happening. But that dog stopped. God shut that dog's mouth is what happened. That's it. You say, that's, yeah, that's a good story. No, I'm across the street and right now, a week ago, actually I had, it really couldn't move my arm very much. And I started down those steps as if I was going to get across the street, which I wasn't going to. And I said, thank you, God. Thank you, God. You know, there was someone in the Old Testament in similar fashion... We go back to lions for just a moment that had the opportunity to say, (laughs) thank you, God. Let's go to Daniel chapter 6 for just a moment. Daniel chapter 6. Just give me a moment here. I'm going to read just a few verses. I won't give the entire context of the chapter. We understand what's going on. Those princes... Those higher-ups there, Medo-Persian Empire, they say, you know what, King, King Darius, we want you to set up, we don't like this Daniel guy. They don't use his name, of course, because Daniel actually got along with Darius pretty, pretty well. They said, we want to get, they're trying to think of a way to get rid of Daniel. But there's, he doesn't do anything wrong. I mean, talk about a good testimony. They have no way of attacking Daniel. The one thing that they notice, of course, was that he would pray to his God right so that's how they're going to get him and they they trick the king into signing the decree to say for the next 30 days no one's allowed to pray to any god or man outside of you king darius because you're special okay so would you sign this he says absolutely i'll sign this yeah sure why not and so he signs the decree he signs this decree and what does that mean for daniel he's got to stop praying now or he's breaking the law did daniel stop praying No, as he did aforetime, he continued to do what was right. What he had done, not just because now he's not allowed, now I'm going to get at him. No, it's what he had done aforetime. He's going to stay true and faithful to his God and he continues in prayer. So they get him. Verse number 16 of Daniel chapter 6, let's start right there. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. And a stone was brought and, and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his signet, and with a signet of his lords, that the purpose might, be changed, might not be changed concerning Daniel." Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, it is thy God whom thou servest continually. Able to deliver thee from the lions? Waiting, waiting. And Daniel said unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel and hath shut the lions' mouths that they have not hurt me. <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday. Yesterday. Brother Dean was given the charge at the Go Rally. It's a good thought, good message. And it's been on my mind, this topic of the devil, and I want to be able to shut the lion's mouths, as Daniel did there, as God did, sending the angel to do so. Can you imagine Daniel in this moment? Let's, let's just really think for a moment. We're not talking spiritual battles right now. This is a physical battle physical element, physical element to Daniel's life here to where he has knelt in prayer. He has broken the law of the land. They have now taken him in bond. They have cast him into the den of lions. This is actually happening, okay? This, this is the real thing. It's not a story that we read about. Wow, that's a good thought. Thanks, God. We'll learn from that. This actually happened. Daniel is now in the lion's den. And now in my mind... I go to the zoo and I think of that monster lion, and these lions were hungry, these lions were starving, they weren't just sitting there in the shade, I'm sure they were ready to go. And I don't know if they thought about, if they were about to pounce how it went down, but I know that God shut those lions' mouths and Daniel was not hurt, he wasn't harmed, nothing was done to Daniel that night in the lion's den. He was saved, he was protected from those lions. And I believe with all of my heart today, we too can experience the same protection in our homes we can experience the same protection in our minds as the devil fights us tooth and nail he's attacking on all fronts day in and day out a real battle not just a physical battle we see it physically happening in our world and we get frustrated with where america's at and how we've turned from almighty god And we are serving Satan. And we realize how wicked our country, our country, our society has become. And we think to ourselves, is there any hope? There is. There is hope today. When I think about Daniel trapped, trapped in that lion's den with no hope, no protection, minus an almighty God. He had on his side. You feel all alone? By yourself? You don't know where to go? Daniel had nowhere to go. Trapped. Alone. But there he was with God. And that God that he served is the God that we serve today that can provide protection Safety, a calm, a peace that our world just can't understand, can't comprehend. Oh, the devil, he's after us. Again, I I mentioned the testimony. I want to be able to shut those lion's mouths. I want to be able to shut down that lion of fear. I want to be able to shut down that lion of complacency, apathy, the attacks that I face, the the lion of, of laziness every single day. Questions in my mind, will I, won't I? Do this, do that. Yes, no, maybe so, I don't know. I have decisions to make every single day. And the devil there, he's helping me make the wrong decision. It's a spiritual battle that I'm facing every single day. My wife and I, we can, perhaps, we can butt heads. We can disagree. We can have issues and problems. That's a physical battle right there in front of us. But let me tell you, the devil is behind it 100%. And we forget it. We forget it in the midst of the storm. When everything's crazy and chaotic around us, we've got to step back recall remember right here right now wait a second I can't see him but the devil mm, that he almost got me he almost got me Sarah what are we doing what are we doing the devil almost got us you're up in arms you're upset with another church member and it's the biggest thing in the history of the world it's the biggest problem you've ever faced you'll never get through this never be able to get over it the devil's got us right where what why is it such a big deal? Because the devil has lied to us. It's not that big a deal. But we're being controlled by Satan. Whoa, 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 whoa. That sounds pretty, that sounds pretty spooky. The devil can't control me. No, he's tricking us. He's lying to us. He's getting us. This is a real battle, a real fight. That's why we got to be careful with what we allow in our, tel- our homes through our televisions. Through our smartphones and tablets, the internet in the home. It's a dangerous game we play, and the devil's behind it. We'll talk about it. We'll admit it. Oh, the devil, he's behind the, the, the world order and where we're at today and the craziness, the insanity that we're facing. Well, the devil's got us. Whoa. But we're allowing it in our homes. Why is it so confusing? Why is it so hard to comprehend? Why are we losing this fight? We've allowed Satan in. We've thrown out our Bibles. Statistically speaking, we don't read as Christians, we don't we just don't read our Bibles. Statistically speaking, legitimately so, we just literally don't pray anymore. Statistically speaking, we go to church less here in America than we've ever gone in the history of its existence. Man, the devil, he's getting... What what is going on? What is going... The devil, it's a real fight we are facing here today. It's a real battle. It's not a coincidence. Can we realize it? Not just that. Can we admit that it's actually happening? It's actually taking place. Don't you just expect it now at the door? As soon as you're about to open the Bible... As soon as they say, yeah, I'd like to know more about going to heaven, something is going to happen. I mean, am I exaggerating? No, you just, like, here it is. Sarah and I, Tuesday night, and luckily, thankfully, thank you, Lord, it wasn't a problem. We opened the Bible. She says, sure, I would like to know a bit more about that. And literally, as she's saying that, someone's pulling in the driveway. Right there, pulling in the driveway. And you don't know what that means. This was a a grown woman, so she's in charge, but maybe a husband that says, "Uh uh-uh, not feeling it. Or maybe in some case you're talking to the husband, the wife pulls up or steps out of the house, she says, no, not feeling it. Anything can happen at this point. And you're thinking, please, please, Lord, let us keep this going, let us keep this conversation going, and it wasn't a problem. The guy walked his Wendy's inside and let us keep talking. I was like, yeah, good, great, thank you. You know what? That lady, to my point tonight... She had a dad that was a strict atheist growing up, and a mom who professed to be a witch. That's the home that she grew up in. And she had no church background. A friend, I think she had gone to a a, a Catholic wedding once. Um, So that's the only time she had been in a church setting. She had no background. Here with the Bible, nothing at all. But you know what she said? She said, I'm curious about this because I know that there's something out there. There's, there's got to be a God. And I would like to know more about it. Genuinely, and I thought to myself, how? But God in his word already told us that he will reveal himself through conscience conscience and creation there in Romans chapter 1. He's made that clear, and I believe that to be true. This woman needs to know, and we went through, we walked through the plan of salvation, and no, you know, she didn't accept Jesus Christ, but I pray that she shows up to church. She says, I, I'd like to go visit your church. Something seems a little different here. Because, why? Why? Because Sarah and I had something special to say. We had this beautiful routine that we walked through, and we tag-teamed her, and it was beautiful to see. No, we got to open up, This, right here. She got to see it for herself. And so when God says, this book right here is quick, it's alive. It's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. I believe it to be so. I believe that's true tonight. And so you're struggling. and, And there you are with your lion's den scenario. I don't know what you're facing tonight. I don't know where you're at, what you're going through, but through this message, through the verses that we have read, we've all been reminded now, listen, we are in a spiritual battle and the devil is on the attack. Maybe the devil has something to do with where I'm at mentally today. Maybe the devil has something to do with with where my marriage is going. Maybe the devil has something to do with my church attendance. Maybe the devil is behind my attitude. Where are you at tonight? What are you facing? That obstacle, that difficulty, that struggle. Can I tell you? You, like Daniel, can shut that lion's mouth. Daniel, look with me here. Daniel chapter 5, excuse me, chapter 6, verse number 16, where we started. King Darius, there at the end of the verse. Verse number 16. Thy God, whom thou servest continually, will deliver thee. Thy God, whom thou servest continually. He will deliver thee. And it will be, it must be God that gets us through that lion's den. That lion's den you're facing this evening, God can shut those lion's mouths, but will you stay true, faithful, and obedient right here, right now? That's the question. You're going through it, You're going through the storm. You're right. You just got tossed into the lion's den, and your world is falling apart. Will you pray as you did aforetime? Will you stay faithful, true, and obedient in the midst of that lion's den? And the lions are bearing down. Can I tell you that God, that Almighty God, can shut that lion's mouth tonight? That the God we serve, and we serve continually, can shut. That lion's mouth. Is it any wonder that four or five ladies have had to leave tonight because of the nursery? And I'm not mad at anything going out there. This is a real fight that we're facing today. I am not mad at anything going out there. But the devil is on the attack. And we've turned a blind eye. And we've continued on the same path we've been going day after day. And we wonder why we're struggling. The devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He wants to devour you. He wants to destroy this church. He wants to eliminate it from off the face of the earth. Will we let him? Thy God, thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. That's not Daniel speaking. That's the king who's been watching Daniel. He's watched Daniel. This guy has something different. Community Baptist Temple, are we different today? Are we different? Are we different than the sinful, wicked world in which we live? We've got to be different. If we want to allow God... To shut those lions' mouths, we must be different. Where's your testimony? How's your testimony at work? How is it in your neighborhood, your community, your life, your world? How's your testimony? Your God can deliver you, but how is your testimony before others? Thy God, whom thou servest continually, He will deliver thee. We're not losing this fight today, folks. We are on the winning side. Trust and obey. There's no other way that we sing it tonight. Will we trust and obey? My God can shut the lion's mouth. Your God can do the same. I don't know what you're fighting, what you're facing today, but God can shut that lion's mouth. It's a real fight. It's a spiritual battle. But we are on the winning side. We need this right here. We need God today. We are on the winning side. Well, I am on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Oh man, that song, I think it's time to sing that song. I don't know if we can. can. Can you pull up the winning side, throw that on the screen? Are we able to do that? Let's just do it. Why not? Let's, 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 let's sing that song. Because we talked about the devil, right? And it's it's rough. And here we are walking right... I'm not... We're walking right through this time of year, and this time it gets even worse. I knock on those doors... And I'm not scared of a a little costume or I'm not scared of a little crazy decoration on the front lawn. But I'm telling you right now, the devil's at work out there and I feel it. I'm knocking on doors, I'm walking down the street and the devil's attacking and, and, and we'll celebrate the devil's holiday and have a good old time our our society and we'll just and it gets bigger and better every single year can you attest to that it just gets bigger and bigger every year there's no wow is that an, is that crazy to think about that the devil he's, he just wants to get himself out there is that crazy to think that that, that, that that it's just happening this way you know we could care less about Jesus Christ and coming as a babe but you know what we'll we'll worship the devil well the, our society is just the Halloween is just so big it's so amazing the devils God is right where we want us. But if we can remember that we serve a God that can shut the lion's mouth, can shut him down. Once I drifted out in sin, let's sing it. Oh, once I drifted out in sin, had no hope, no joy within. And my soul was burning down with pride. Come on. Then my savior came along, and he showed me I was wrong. Now I know I'm on the side. Win- Sing it like you mean it now. Come on. Oh, I am on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Out in sin no more will I abide. I've enlisted in the fight for the cause of truth and right. Praise the Lord. I'm on the winning side. A message like this isn't built or constructed to to somehow create fear. But to remind us that we have nothing to fear. Yes, the devil's attacking, he's after us, but we are on the winning side and we serve the God that's going to shut his mouth. That devil doesn't have a chance. We are on the winning side. Father, we love you and we are thankful that we have the privilege to be here. I say that all the time, God, but I think of the billions of people that aren't here right now. Lord, just... The privilege to be born here in America. Lord, the statistics. I mean, that I would be here right now is unbelievable for me just to wrap my mind around that thought. Father, you have been so good to me. Lord, I pray that we would take the many blessings that you have given us and pass those on to so many others that are hurting, so many others that are struggling and in need. Father, there are some... Maybe in this room, I know many across the streets of Akron here in our local area that are hurting, being attacked by Satan. They're bound by drugs and alcohol, pornography, just wicked sin, struggling and drowning. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would help us here to stand for what is truth and right, never to forget that we are on the winning side and we have something good to share. Oh, Lord, help us. Give us the boldness to do something about it. Give us the boldness to do what we have done aforetime, to stay faithful and obedient through thick and thin. Help us, Lord. We need you. We love you. In Jesus' name. Heads bowed, eyes closed.